Welcome to episode 27 of the Player Yards Right podcast. As always, I am Sasha here with my wonderful <laughs> co-host, Sarah, and we are also here with, as always, Blazel's best bets, Mike Blazel. Um, right into football this week, Premier League is uh, on their little hiatus for another international break. Uh, so it was all NFL all the time. Sarah made it down to the stadium, was able to uh, not get arrested in whatever protest there was. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here watching the Giants game and figure it's time for us to cover the NFC East. So before we get to the actual exciting, uh, more positive news of how your game was, how your weekend was, I mean, I guess I might as well just cover this embarrassment of a Giants-Commanders game, right? I think so. I did not see, obviously, catch any of this. I kind of felt like this was when the Giants were going to sneak out. So I really haven't seen any clubs. I don't know how it went down, but it sounds like – Based on that, it wasn't good football that was played. Yeah, not a, not good football at all. And it just it's the worst experience watching your team win a game that you know for the best of the team would be to lose. I was sitting here last week preaching that whatever, we're going for the draft pick. I don't know. I don't watch enough college football to know if Caleb Williams is going to be good or not, but I'm like, I'm all in, whatever. Let's get our new guy. Let's get whoever the best is and let's just tank. And then we come out here and we actually look like, I guess, a, a in some aspects, a mildly competent team. Like, you weren't missing anything by this game. I did have the under on it, which unfortunately could not just cash for me. Um, but I guess we're the Giants now, and we got Jersey Juice, baby. Yeah. We got mm-hmm. Jersey Juice. That's right. Gabagoo. 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 Nine <laughs> minutes from the stadium. So it's just like, why the fuck are we winning games? Like, this does nothing other yeah. than, like, part of me the whole time, I'm like, it's fun to watch your team win. It's fun to watch your team win. But then it's like, why are we winning this game? This does nothing for us. And then at the end, you see, you know, Tommy DeVito and Saquon like running off arm in arm, like they just got married and they're all pumped and they're all excited. I'm like, okay, so I guess like that's fun. Like that's kind of nice team camaraderie. Like they don't hate each other, I guess. But it's like, fuck, this is going to do nothing but like guarantee this will be a time in seven years. We'll look back on this week and remember, oh, the guy that like, we draft that drafted right before us. That's like a sure ballot hall of famer. Um, you know, that we could have had that draft pick if we didn't win this meaningless game against the commanders. It's like, Oh yeah, that's one of those sliding doors moments. This could just affect forever. Or do we have a quarterback controversy in New Jersey? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Is it a race to the bottom? Are we are maybe we're looking back in seven years and Tommy DeVito has just lost <laughs> the third Super Bowl to Josh Allen. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, or Dak Prescott, or Dak Prescott. Maybe, da- maybe yeah, Dak. Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's I'm <laughs> good. I'm pretty. Sure he he looks good, but I'm pretty sure Ben DiNucci. I mean, uh, Tommy DeVito is uh, you know <laughs> yeah. not exactly mm-hmm. going to be long for the world. But then it's also like I, I don't know if they're insult stats or not. But it's like Tommy DeVito has six touchdown passes, and Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones combined had four this season. They each had two touchdown passes. We got the quarterback of the <laughs> so, it's like I mean, albeit two of those touchdown passes were obviously in that, you know, game that meant nothing against the uh the Cowboys. But it's like I don't know. It's it's I don't I'm just in such a weird spot. I can't it's you can't sit there and root for your team to lose while it's happening. It, right. it stinks. Um, I mean the line play was horrible. We were sacked nine times. So you weren't watching the game, but we were sacked nine times and still won the game. Yes. Um, turnovers were insane. I think we had four sacks. So it's like, we were constantly all over how it just like, it was a disgusting game. I don't know how we ended up scoring 31 points. So, I mean, I guess I do. Cause like DeVito looked good and like had a few big plays, but also it's like, they're stuffing the run. They're stuffing the run. And then they're like, Oh shit, what are we going to do? How about we just pass the ball to Saquon instead? And then that worked really well. It's like, just get the ball in the hands of, of your guy. 
I, I they're playing hard for Dayball, which yeah. is, I mean, that's what you want to see if you want some continuity for your coaching. If they don't, I think he's going to have an aneurysm because he is too fat yeah. to yell that much. And it's a big week. Yeah. Thanksgiving's tough. Thanksgiving and the yeah. time change. Oh my God. He's so red. He's, <laughs> he's a different type of fat than McCarthy is. McCarthy's like a yeah. confused fat and Dayball's just like an angry fat. Like Dayball just, yeah. Yeah. Like McCarthy kind of eats because there's nothing else to do. And he does like, there's just food around and he grazes like a goat. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I think Dayball is just angry eats, like has all this emotion and doesn't know how to handle he's it. Really and he, hungry. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm not, he's I'm not talking to a therapist. I'm just going to have, I'm just going to eat yeah. eight, eight tenths of this pie. Yeah. Um, so, and then it's like the other news comes out at the end of the game that the hot water just didn't work for the stadiums. Like all the players couldn't shower. So it's like, what, mm-hmm. like, this is like a, a, something you hear from like, maybe like a low level college, like a high school something. Yeah. They just got to go, just got to go home stinky. But you know, this is NFL players that get paid millions of dollars and they can't shower after the game. Didn't the stadium almost yep. collapse on Hertz last year? Wasn't that last, year? <laughs> last year or two yeah. years ago? Yeah, and then the yeah. sewage. There was like sewage coming down us, oh, like yeah. fans during the game. Like I feel like we're good for like one little thing each year coming out of the out of yeah. Washington. It is just embarrassing. So uh, I, yeah, that's that's kind of for the stadium. So whatever their new ownership group has a, has a lot of work to do. But I don't know. Maybe throwing this game. Maybe this is you know if you want to get Galaxy Brain on it. Maybe uh, you know they know that they don't want the Giants to get like the top, top five pick. So they they come out and. You know, have a Ooh, yeah. have a terrible X3 game. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. Want... <laughs> I don't know if he has that in him. Robo Ron. <laughs> no, but Robo Ron. I don't think he cares that much at the like at this point in it. He's he's not going to be there for that first round draft pick whenever yeah. it comes. So, no, but the ownership group, who knows? Whatever, Giants got to win. It was probably the win I've been least excited about in a very long time because the whole time in the back of my head, it's like you know, you see a big play, we get a pick six at the end of the game. Normally, you're pumped, and all I can just think about immediately, like. You know, this is probably just screwing us in the future, but whatever. Try to enjoy it. And also just uh, realize I have tickets to this come game coming up. I was kind of hoping I was kind of banking. I'm like, whatever. I'd like to go beat the Patriots and be at that game in person. Um, right. But, you know, now I really feel like I need to root against it. And maybe I'll just, I don't know, bet the under and hope no nothing happens. You're three know. games out of a wild card spot. That's <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we are so yeah. bad. I'll, I'll tell you if, if I'll right here, Tommy DeVito oh. gets us to the playoffs. I'm buying a Jersey. Uh, uh, I thought we were going to get something a little bit. No, cut no. <laughs> I would cut. I, I would get a tattoo of Tommy uh, DeVito on your, t- <laughs> I would cut my entire hand off if the giants make the playoffs. You heard it. We're going to hold them to it. Yeah. I think that's fair. So um, in a little more exciting news, Sarah, I feel like we need the whole four one one. Tell us about the Panther stadium. Did you get kicked out for that? Uh, what did was there any noticeable no. parade? What was going on? No. So in the end, no activity at Bank of America Stadium. I checked. I did a rundown Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We were within walking distance, so I kept my eyes peeled. No activity outside the stadium. Honestly, my full review here is I do not think Panthers fans actually exist because mm. this game was at least eighty percent Dallas fans, if not more. And I feel like the Carolina fans were not even like Carolina fans, if that makes sense. It was like all women middle-aged women in like the bright teal like sequins colored jerseys and jackets and i feel like they were just there because they liked the uniform colors and the aesthetic of the panthers because every time you know they do those like first of all there was no chance from the panthers fans like coming out on their own and even when they try and like do on like you know the overhead tv screens like whatever they're saying is i think it's pound harder or something like that 
Crazy. Something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really think it is it's pound order or something like that, or pound something. But they like they weren't even there was no fans. Pounding. I think chance. it's keep pounding. Keep pounding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep pounding. That sounds better. Um, but no one even in the like no one was even doing those chants when they were on there. Like there was literally no one in the stadium where they like keep flashing it, like prompting the crowd. There were no fans to yell. It was definitely Cowboys home game. Um, and like I said, I just don't think Panthers fans actually exist. So Right. People just kind of go. People just kind of go because it's something to do. I was just when I was just out in yeah. California, I we went to an LA Kings game and it was probably 40 percent uh, Penguins fans. And it's just the same thing. It just feels like people are there because it's just people Googled what to do tonight. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm in a city like it's fun to go see a game. But nobody actually gives a fuck about the Panthers. What was the yeah, protest? No, I don't understand. I'm confused so, of what was what was going on down there. A couple we a week and a half ago, I guess it must have happened on the Panthers bye week. Panthers fans, there was like something I saw on ESPN, I think it was ESPN Instagram that Panthers fans were organizing a protest of how bad the team was. Like they were going to march around Bank of America Stadium, and it said on Sunday, but this was last Sunday when the Panthers had a bye. So I don't know if they did the march when there was nothing going on. <laughs> when the, they, got their they didn't have a bye. They, they didn't have a bye. The Panthers played on Thursday. They played on Thursday Night Football. And then they showed up on Sunday. There was nothing this Sunday. I thought maybe they just were talking in the week ahead. But, no, can confirm there was no activity. And I don't think the Carolina Panthers fans care enough to organize that. So I don't I don't really know where that came from. And, yeah, and I do have a friend from <laughs> North Carolina. Um, and if they did see the word March in there, they probably just planned something out for after february so shout out scott um <laughs> so who knows yeah. but anyway i imagine the game all you know cowboys fans obviously travel incredibly well but i imagine tremendous yeah. amount of cowboys fans and they were treated to quite a show of watching their team do exactly what you hoped their team would do yeah i i mean i totally predicted it was a little too close for comfort at times where you're kind of like okay when are they gonna you know dig the grave here but at the same time, it was almost good in that way because we got to see, obviously, the starters play for most of the game. I think Cooper Rush came out with, like, five, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, but, yeah, that the run game – or, like, the I mean, the run game is what kept Carolina in this, which has me a little bit worried about the Cowboys' run defense. But I don't know if they just – it was one of those scenarios they couldn't really get up for it, like it's the Panthers, or if they were kind of just selling out for the sacks and focusing on that. But, I mean, the defense was incredible. It's been everywhere over the past few days, but Deron Bland, he had his fourth pick six of the year, which that's always like pick sixes in person. If you look away at the wrong minute, wrong like second, like you're missing it. It's over. Yeah. And that was me. I looked down. I looked down because something fell near my feet. And then all of a sudden he's in the end zone. And I'm like, oh my God, I missed like the one exciting thing of the second half here. But um, yeah, he's on at six total interceptions for the year, which has him tied for first. I mean, he's a former fifth round draft pick, which is this is just like an absolute hidden gem, really saving our secondary with the loss of Trayvon. So, I mean, you couldn't be more happy about that. I just don't get, like, was incredible. how do you guys keep oh, getting God. these guys? They just sell out for the picks and like all these incredible stats. It just seems like the past couple of years, it's just like outrageous D back insane stat year. I know it really has been because it's like ever dating back to with Byron Jones, who was like a lockdown corner. He wasn't really necessarily like a sellout for the picks, but like, he was one of the top rated cornerbacks. And I feel like started since him, like then it was Trayvon, Drumblin. I don't know where it's coming from. They just say the Cowboys are pretty, you know, they draft well. I mean, maybe it's, Jer it's Jerry, Stevens, Jones, all them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really do. I mean, because this one, like I said, was going to be their limiting factor, you know, in this. So I don't know where he's finding them, but I hope they keep coming. 
Um, yeah. Micah Parsons was great, despite the fact after the game he was relatable for once. I feel like we can't relate to Micah Parsons on many levels because he's just a whole nother of athleticism that I don't think any whoa, of us whoa, will whoa. aspire physically, to be. Physically, none <laughs> of us here can relate to him. Yeah, <laughs> I am a no. All right, all right. I thought well, you were talking, <laughs> talking about me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We Sasha do. is physically I get, just as built. I get confused with <laughs> him at least twice a week. <laughs> but he took some C4 before the game, got a little overstimulated, threw up twice, apparently. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> but threw up twice, said his heart was beating out of his heart by, like, the fifth play of the game. And that that's relatable. I mean, who hasn't been there? By The C4s themselves, like, I just looking at them gives me heart palpitation, so I will not be going near them. But yeah, Sarah, very you relatable. Can't, you can't say that without freaking us out. That's not okay. I threw up two <laughs> times before the podcast. Yeah, self <laughs> ready. Yeah. So, no, so you took care yeah, of business, that, though. You you went in there, you got did. a win, you dominated them, you covered. Yeah, I was gonna say you had to feel mm-hmm. good knowing it was one of Blazel's best. <laughs> you covered. I did. I did. I was waiting for it the whole time. It looked a little sketchy. I think I'm happy with it overall. If I had to pick some like nitpicky things coming out of it, I felt like Dak kind of took a step back in his mobility this week. He wasn't really rolling out. We saw a little bit of run in the first um, half, first quarter, and he actually got hit pretty hard, like going awkwardly down for a slide. So I don't know if he backed off after that. Maybe he was just trying to stay healthy. Like this was a game they're like, let's not get injured, kind of just stay healthy, and they knew they could win with that. So I'll go with that. Um, CD wasn't super involved, which is just more me nitpicking it because I would have wanted to watch an incredible game like last week from him. Um, he had six receptions for 38 yards. So not great, but I mean, overall it was a fun game. A win is a win. That's all we can ask for after last year. I mean, I was on a losing, no, I was at 500 in my Cowboy games, which is pretty typical for the Cowboys, I guess. Right. But I pushed myself over 500 with this. So yeah, I think on to taking care of business. I mean, I kind of though feel like I'm like, we have the commanders this week, which I don't want to overthink that or like overlook that, but I'm like, kind of like, all right, I want a game that I can get get up for a little bit more, you know, like these. Is it really? Ten and a half. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll keep me ready, but I think overall coming out of it, good stuff. I didn't have to see Mark McCarthy very much because we were kind of like behind the bench and he wasn't being shown on the big screen. So that's always nice for me when I don't have to look at him during the game. (laughs) And he wasn't blocking (laughs) out the sunlight from half of your half of the stadium. Yeah. (laughs) No. He had to have a staffer come over and milk him halfway through. So he wasn't too confused throughout the second half. Yeah. Uh, oh, he did. Well, he did do a classic Mike McCarthy move where he tried to challenge a previous play, like <laughs> after it had happened. And they were like, sir, you cannot do that. And then he like got charged a timeout, which we didn't uh, in the end didn't need it. But it was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the second time he's done that this year where he's like waited too long to try and challenge a play. And then they're like, no, no, you <laughs> cannot. <laughs> he just like gets embarrassed Stop. and starts eating it like in super bad with the penis drawings, just, like shoving <laughs> it in his mouth. He's so sad. <laughs> Sir, take that red flag out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, why though? Like it, we just every game we just have to get like a little reminder of our Achilles heel and that is him and like that's what keeps me a little bit edgy at night but otherwise they look good no injuries right nobody got hurt no no it's always when you have a uh, like a winnable game as long as you don't blow them which you know I've watched the Bills do too many times so I'm not worried about that but as long as you have these winnable games that you should take care of the biggest thing is staying clean and nobody ending up you know with long-term injuries so that's Exactly. 100%. And I I honestly think that some of those losses, I think I I can't remember where I heard this, who who were talking about this, but I really do feel that like those, that loss to the 49ers have kept 
like the Cowboys out of kind of the conversational zeitgeist the way that they normally would be. Everybody, you know, with mm-hmm. the record that they have and the way they've been beating teams, people would be talking about them like, you know, that classic Cowboys buildup or the Cowboys for real, the Cowboys for real, the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl, the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl. I feel like they're not really getting, I mean, obviously they're always going to get a ton of press, but I feel like they're not getting the same kind of press that they normally would if they had this record in a normal year uh because of mm-hmm. uh some of those uh some of those losses but yeah, they're flying under the radar but they yeah. are yeah they yeah. are a very they're a very good team and uh mm-hmm. their record uh their record suits that accordingly yeah no i agree i mean i think i'm not naive enough to say they need to be someone good like it's not their fault they haven't their schedule as of late and they're be, they're doing what they're supposed to do but yeah i think they probably don't deserve to be in those conversations until they're able you know to pull off a reputable win but I think it's better for them this way because, as we know, the Cowboys, once people start talking Super Bowl, once Jerry starts going in the media, it's like, okay, for some reason, like, they just can't deal with the press and everything, and it just all collapses from there. So I'd like to say if they can go into the playoffs where people are overlooking them, that would be ideal because the hype the past year is going into it and then only to get, like, absolutely rocked by the 49ers, who I'm still terrified of. Um, That's the one team I'm still very – like, we can get into it a little bit soon, but – the Eagles, I'm not afraid of them at all. For a matchup, it'd be the 49ers from there. So, Ooh, I don't know. Them's fighting like, words. Yeah, I unintentionally so. But, <laughs> no, I think, uh, yeah, as, I mean, we'll have to wait a couple weeks to see what they can do. But they have to pull off at least. They have a top couple stretches. I don't know if the Bills, I'm not, no, careful. I'm not trying careful. to mean or anything. But, <laughs> no, careful, but careful. I don't know. I don't know how difficult we can call them. But, no, I think going to Buffalo and what? <laughs> I do think it's in Buffalo. So that I guess raises and elevates it a little bit here. I guess we'll call that a difficult win if they pull it off, but yeah, we'll see in the coming weeks. Yeah. But speaking of annoying wins, watching the, and beating somebody good, I guess the goddamn Eagles chiefs game last night billed to be the, you know, game of the week. I mean, I guess it was ended up being close was, was kind of tough, but the fucking Eagles just keep finding ways to win. Yeah. They're not, I know it was so- fun. They're not even like, I don't like the watch their way of winning is like, I'm fine with keeping the tush push. Like there's gotta be a way like I watch it and I like, I've rewound and watched yeah. it. I'm like, there's gotta be a fucking way to stop this. And they're going to figure it out. First of all, the ref should call that they're false starting every single time because it's a, <laughs> every play. And if they did that, the, the, that would the, stop this play would go game. away. Right. Um, Two, also, it's like, how crazy is it that Devontae Smith catches? Like, they always seem to have it at the two-yard line. Yeah. It's like the Bills, like, I don't remember any play we've had it at the two-yard line. The yeah. Eagles every game. But their their method, I mean, it's working, but it is, a, like, uh, it's boring. It's boring and yeah. it's drags. Yeah, it really, it is a really good point. It feels like every, somehow, every, every single possession they have, they have, like, three plays where they only need to get one yard. It's like, I, the Giants are in third and seven. Every play, and, and yeah, no, every dude, play. Bills, yeah, thing. I don't. Yeah, they're, they're doing a really good job of taking care of it. Swift is really good for them. Swift yeah. is good. He's electric. Yeah. yeah, he's been huge. Yeah, I felt like though this was not the Eagles' game to win. Like the Chiefs lost this game. I felt like yeah. they just turn like turnovers were just absolutely killer for them. The Eagles did their thing. Like they stayed the course, you know, played. Con- I guess they just like play like pretty steady and consistent football. And there are a few wa- like losses or near losses we've seen this year are when they are turning the ball over more. But I feel like if they're able to minimize their turnovers with this style of play, no one is going to be able to beat them because they're just like that consistent. And like you said, with so many like opportunities where you need one or two yards to 
get first down. It's like, how do you beat that, especially with their plays? So I don't it's know. I still like it's, every time. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like I further validated. I think the Eagles are still beatable, but I just, I don't know. I'm torn about it because in some ways I'm like, how do you stop like what they have going on right now? But they just don't look that good. I think it's like you said, their style of play, like, it's not electric. So you're not watching this team being like, oh my God, like, you know, someone like the Dolphins or even the 49ers when they're rolling. Like they never look like they're like absolutely just like rolling and steamrolling down the field. It's just like very steady and consistent football. But maybe that's what makes me think that they're really not that good, but they're winning these games. So I don't know. Right. I want to see what happens if they end up getting down. Like, let's say they, you know, Cowboys get the ball first, come down and score. Deron Bland pick six. They're down 14, down 17, nothing. Are they going to maintain that style of play? Do they make changes? I want to see what happens if they end up going down. But obviously their defense is really good. Like they're probably not going to, you know, they're not going to go down a lot, like very often. So I don't know what to make it. I also, I I hate to give you the Eagles. Check it out on Sunday. <laughs> we'll see what happens on Sunday. Um, I thought this was a very cool play. I'm not sure you saw it. Did you see Jalen Carter uh, try to intercept the spike that Mahomes yeah, had? Yeah. yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, all right, that's – I mean, he also – I was – he does seem like he gets held on every play. Like, he is insanely good. Yeah. He is a very, very good. And just, like, I like that, getting creative like that and try to intercept – like, that's I, – I don't know how we've never, ever seen that before. I mean, obviously, it's super hard trying to time that. But, like, he actually got close doing that. So – yeah. I, I guess I kind of respect it. I feel like if it's your team, you love it. It's kind of like a Rasheed Wallace type thing. I always, I don't know. I always think of him like if he's on your team, you love him. If it's not, yeah, it's the worst yeah. thing in the world. So I feel like if yeah. you're an Eagles fan, you love this. You're coming out, you're punching them in the mouth. You're playing your style of football. You're not compromising and you're obviously winning games. You beat the cheat. You just beat the team you lost to in the Super Bowl at, you know, in Arrowhead. So it's like, you know, the rest of the world is like these stupid Eagles. But if you're a Phillies fan, like you're never more like that's your guy. Like you are, you yeah. are so pumped about it and you guys are doing your thing. So I hats off to him, I guess. I don't know what to make of the chiefs. I don't know. I, I just feel like this the is a whole weather. It's the weird. weather. That team, the Eagles, the weather makes always is with the way they're built. The weather works for the Eagles. Anytime yeah. when, when you saw that it was rain, it's like when that, like that makes a team like that so much harder to beat because it removes like so much of the touch and, and it takes away a lot of the finesse things that a team like the chiefs are going to try to do. Yeah. Whereas the Eagles are just going to punch it down your throat. Um, mm -hmm. And there you have to plan so hard for the run and for all that stuff that then their shot plays. It's like Smith is open by five yards. Yep. Uh, I just think as if they play in weather, it's like a huge advantage to them throughout the year. That's a really good point. It lends itself to yeah. Anywhere, anytime yeah. We'll, we're showing up. So yeah. we'll see who knows. Maybe they'll take some of these losses, but uh, yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty soon. So speaking of that, we want to, Mike, where are you on the grief scale for your Buffalo Bills? <laughs> well, I, uh, I've never lost hope. Everybody knows that. <laughs> like, like we needed any more motivation, you know, RIP to Rosalind Carter. Mm. And everybody knows that's why we went out there and took care of business. Right. That's kind of like when the Bears mm -hmm. went out and kicked ass after uh, Buckus. Buckus the idea of that was. Mm -hmm. This was the, this was the Rosalind Carter game as it'll go down. Um <laughs> I put a future on the Bills to win a Super Bowl this morning. Ooh. <laughs> Vegas is uh, Vegas was sleeping. They put him at plus twenty five hundred, and I said, "Give me that." Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. So uh, mm -hmm. I used a little bit of the shillings from Blazel's best bets coming through to make sure I laid some wood on the Bills. Those are the best odds you're going to get, by the way. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. It's not going to get any better, um, or it's going to get way worse. It's but. <laughs> 
I thought I thought the Bills. I, I was I was very happy to see a good game. It was very funny that the first play of the game was a fumble that went our way, and it just shows you like turnover luck is so stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, they I'm not going to make too much of it because this was a must win game uh, and a should win game, and that's a schedule win. So we did everything we needed to do. Nice, Joe Brady. I liked the flow of the offense. Uh, a couple fun stats for you guys uh about dalton kincaid mm, i love fun stats but everybody this is the, all right now everybody's why you tuned in uh <laughs> dalton kincaid is ready he is over the last five weeks stefan diggs has had 28 catches for 275 yards dalton kincaid yeah. 34 catches for 318 yards i think if we go back in the uh time machine I did say Kincaid was going to start taking over a lot of these games as our number one receiver, and I think it's happening. He gets open over the middle. He opens up a whole different level of the game when we're playing, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I did say he's going to have the record for yards. I might – well, we're not out of the woods with that. But <laughs> he is – today has the 12th most catches by a rookie ever. Tight end ever. 12th most, huh? 12th wow. most of all time. <laughs> with six <laughs> games left to go, everybody, he's only 30 catches behind – uh, whoever Keith Jackson is. Oh, Keith Jackson. You know Keith Jackson. So we only need to average <laughs> five more catches a game. I feel like I get a push if it's I get some sort of an all-time record <laughs> with receiving yards or catches. But the Bills defense looked really good, but I don't count that. Uh, Zach Wilson is going to be out of the NFL. He stinks. And that team, yeah. I mean, he had no he had no completions to wide receivers. Crazy. That is a that is a wild stat. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, he's not starting next week. Like to no. be that bad where they're like, we're just no. giving up on you for what was it? Who's what's his name? Who's their quarterback? Uh, uh, it's uh, Bo- wait, it's a like it's a very unfortunate name. It's not like, it just Boyle. sounds Boyle. Tim, Tim Boyle. Tim, yeah. Tim Boyle. Tim. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the best pass of the game by the Jets was by their punter. Was a great pass. It was good. It caught me sleeping. I was texting. I looked up and I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna lose." Um, everything everything went smooth. It feels like we got like Stella's getting their groove back. Yeah. Uh, and now we go into the hardest stretch of the year, and I feel I feel like we're gonna win the Super Bowl. So I, <laughs> well, I look up and down the roster. We traded for Rasul Douglas. He only went out and had two picks and a fumble recovery. It's pretty good. Yeah, three turnovers by the guy who just like showed up two weeks ago. Pretty good. Um, the Colts just released Shaq Leonard. I don't know if you guys saw that on the waivers. Did not. Uh, linebacker, three-time All-Pro. I think if he goes out of waivers, I think there's a shot the Bills are going to make a move to try to bring him in. For those of you keeping track at home, we're back at bargaining now. Yeah, okay. right, right. This is stage three. I was feeling like this was a little denial as well. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking on the scale, but we're uh, flipping back and forth. Well, listen, we're just all over the spectrum. That's uh, just like Sasha. We're on yeah. the spectrum. <laughs> Um, the, the, we're, we're not right where we need to be. We have a terrible conference record and that sucks, but Pittsburgh, they fired Matt Canada. I think there's trouble, a little trouble over there in Pennsylvania. Uh, also, I do think you guys set the precedent for, I think you yeah, guys are now everybody's going to yeah, fire their coordinators you guys are directly because especially Pittsburgh doesn't fire coaches. I know. So Maybe. I think they kind of saw you do that middle of the season. They're like, well, that new hot day. This has been really bad. I yeah. <laughs> it's a verbal meme of the of the guy holding the girl's hand, and oh, that's yeah, the girl's the coordinator, and that's fire your coordinator. <laughs> um, you know, Burrow's gone for the year. Deshaun is mm-hmm. is in a massage parlor somewhere till the start of yeah. training camp next year. So we'll see. I mean, the Chiefs look very uh, the AFC 
has a lot of like good teams and I don't think any great teams. And I know it's like, you might say the Ravens, they lost Mark Andrews for the year. Yeah. Odell Beckham was playing really well and it looked like he separated his shoulder in that game. And I Mm -hmm. still keep checking to see what the injury update is on that, but he was out in street clothes for the last quarter of the game. Um, so I don't necessarily believe in them. I'm not a huge believer in Lamar Jackson in like when when the big games, you know, yeah. I think he's a regular season guy. So we just need, but things have to break our way. And the Texans, CJ Stroud threw three picks. They did win the game, but Arizona made that look really close. They play Jacksonville now in their division uh, two times in the next six weeks. So that'll make or break that. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I, we're going to find out if they're good or not. And I'm hoping either them or Pittsburgh or Cleveland, like, you know, stumbles Cleveland. I don't think is going to, because their defense is just out of this world. Right. Um, right. But, but we, we got to make moves and the dolphins are still right there. Yeah. So bills are great. Things are great. And Never think, been better. I think we're all Bills fans next week. I think that I think. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll mm-hmm. this, we can all oh, yeah. Good, uh, against the Eagles. So I think Vegas has some nerve making us underdogs by three and a half. That's I'm, that's not too bad because usually what they say. Where is it? Is it in it's Buffalo? In Pittsburgh. Or it's, it's in Philly. Philly. So they say no, they're playing in Pittsburgh. So they, so they say, what, <laughs> points at home? So they're saying you guys yeah. on a neutral field, you guys will be, you know, half, half point, point dogs. dogs. That's what I mean. I Get out of here. We should be, should be one and a half points. But okay. Crazy, crazy. So we're, we're all on the Bills. This Bills are week. back. But uh, speaking of who else is back, Mike coming in this week. So we got two for three on the Palooza, and you were five and two in your uh, in your uh, likes and sir, locks. Sir, I've got six. How did I count six? Let me see. Let me see. So you had uh, you had this the Raven uh, the Seahawks Rams five and two. Yeah, Sorry, that's what. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> Five and two in that stinky dog. You were fifty percent there. You called the uh, Packers at home against the Chargers. So someone's feeling pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Chargers are confirmed frauds, and the Dolphins were mm-hmm. really trying to be. They really almost got you there. That that, that stinky dog. He's just Ugh. he's hanging around. That's classic stinky dog behavior. You know, just hanging around. Can't quite kick him. Can't get rid of him. But he's always there. Yeah, and it's going to stink even more this week. But let me let me just say, I had the Chargers. Uh, Packers over 43 and a half that game God bless Vegas finished at 43 unbelievable they just can't, <laughs> they cannot stop and Detroit was down 14 or 12 points they went mm-hmm. down they scored two touchdowns whatever it was they were up three and then they had the fumble that Hutchinson was about to recover in the end zone yep and they oh, yeah. kicked it out for a safety and I was like tearing through nfl rules to see because i thought there's a rule <laughs> batting where you can't kick the ball out and get like rewarded for it but i think that was just in my head so turns out you can do that but the <laughs> uh detroit almost covered anyways five and two we'll take it we're three and oh last week in the best bets five and two now what's our record anybody i believe so i think i just 19 just... and 27 because you were 14 <laughs> and 25 Yep, yep, that is right. Nineteen twenty-seven and two. So we're listen. I got six. We're ancients. We're gonna be. We're gonna be plus five hundred. Right around where you need to get. So listen, we're moving in the right direction. If you're following along, you're making money because some of these are. Uh, so we're. You're not just betting minus one twenty-five. Yeah, no, these are here. plus money things. Yes. Yeah. So. You've hitting some teasers. Some of those teasers were good money. So. So listen, we're in business and. It's Thanksgiving week. We got a lot to be thankful for. We got a lot of weird games also. You know, we got a bunch on Thursday. We got the one on Friday. Got the Black Friday game. So a lot of things to account for here in the uh, 
in the early goings of the Thursday week bets. So yeah, we want to hear what you got. Here it comes. So we do the Propapalooza on on Thursdays, but I'm going to give you two options. You could either, I'm going to give you one prop in each game, or you can feel free to turn it into, thank you to the marketing team, the yeah. Turkey Day Parlay, <laughs> which would give you crazy odds. So my, my thing would be to take, you know, a small amount if you want and throw it on it. But here's what we got. In the Giants game, go with Jameer Gibbs over 27 and a half receiving yards. Like that's that. minus 114. So that's just a just a straight over on receiving. I got two fun ones though for the other games. Dallas. Yep. I want you to take Dak Prescott over. This is alternate passing yards 325. Whoa. Whoa. That's plus 310. You think you'll think <clears throat> we're gonna need CD to have a day. They're they're in the they're on they're in the dome. Domes are fast, points are scored, Domes it's are prime fast. time. I think they're gonna. I think you can throw all over Washington. I think their defense is falling apart. I think this is a big, like, last game for Ron Rivera, maybe. Okay. Uh, so go with that. And the last one for San Francisco, uh, Christian McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. Okay. That is plus 280. Plus 280. I like all those. Listen, it's Turkey Day. Hopefully we're going to be stuffed, maybe a little buzz. These are fun ones. So two these plus are, TDs. Correct? Yeah, you hit some of these, you're going to be feeling really good. Yeah, two plus TDs, that's plus 280. You put these all together, everybody, Uh-oh. for a turkey day parlay, <laughs> you get plus 2843. You're trying to pay for the whole thing. So that's it. I'm trying to pay for your dinners out here. Turkey ain't cheap. <laughs> all right, but those are fun. Those are, you know, that's what I like. Uh and we're just trying to have a good time. And we start off easy. We start off with a little appetizer. The over 27 and a half receiving, that's easy. Right, get them in there. And then we get into the meat. Right. <laughs> that's a little mashed potato. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the appetizer. It's the cornbread. And, then, know, and, then, your, and then your pumpkin pie is. <laughs> it's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> that's right. Is is Christian McCaffrey. So our little whipped cream there. <laughs> I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll give you my likes. Uh, these are ones that uh, I like, obviously. That was, yeah. That's how I describe it. I so <laughs> if I were to say I love them, I wouldn't. I'd say I like them. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, Washington, under 48 and a half. And I know that goes against my passing yards idea. I just don't think Washington's going to score. I think they're. I think Sam Howell is going to get his shit kicked in. I think Dallas is going to win. Give me like. 35 to 10, something like that. Yeah, That's I mean, where I see this going. 40 and a half is a lot of points. I mean, obviously, like yeah. Dallas has been putting up a lot of points and they have been moving the ball pretty well. And they, uh, yeah, but I, I think I'm with you. I think Dallas is going to pretty much have to put up all those points on their own. Yeah. And I just don't think Washington's going to have that fight in them. I think we're, we're just, no. I'm trying to, I guess my strategy, if you can call it that, is to hone in on teams that don't really have that fight left in them. And I think Washington getting embarrassed by the Giants and not saying, you know, whatever, but getting embarrassed like that, I keep going back to like they're, all their coaches are gone at the end of this year. There's going to be a whole change of, of, of leadership in there. I just wonder how much anybody cares. And I think a team like Dallas is going to go out on national TV and, you know, they're not being talked about and they want to be talked about. So they're going to kick the shit out of uh, the commanders. I just think they hold yeah. them to under 14 points. Um, my next my next like almost a love, very close to a love. But I got to be careful in my own division. Uh, Dolphins at Jets under 41. OK, 
I, I, I've just, I'm, I'm going to keep flirting with the, I don't believe in the dolphins Tua struggled against um, the Raiders and they're, while their defense is decent, the jets defense is for real. And I still think they're playing hard for, you know, they're going to have the new quarterback and they're going to talk themselves back into that Aaron Rodgers maybe coming back on the sidelines, just renewed hope. I don't think they're quitting, quitting yet. Um, uh, and I, but also, I don't think their offense is going to be able to score either. I just don't see yeah. how we're getting to 41 there. I love that pick. I feel like that number is yeah. 37 and a half, 38. It's just getting the Dolphins bumped. But it's the Jets yeah. defense is too good. And every time we've seen the, the Dolphins play against a really good defense, which the Jets do have, they don't look like the same offense. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill uh, went to the, I watched all that game. Tyreek Hill went to the locker room for a little bit. I think he came back mm-hmm. out. Yeah, a little hammy, little hammy. Hand, a hand injury, said little hand injury. He had a hand injury. Yes. Well, it's it's right it, next to the hand. They're connected. <laughs> so, like, if you pull, I don't know if you know, but if you yeah. really strain your hand, it'll go right down to your straight, legs, straight and to you can't hand. run. <laughs> you ever try to run with a hurt hand? But, but also, that hurts. But also, it turns out, you need your hands to catch a ball. True. Also, that mm-hmm. I forgot. About. I'm just so concerned yeah. with how fast he is. <laughs> Devon A. Chain. Did you guys see him? It was the uh, another verbal meme of. Grandpa Simpson walks into the bar, takes his hat off, puts it back on, and leaves. Immediately back out with somebody. Bang, in. hurt. Yeah. Raheem Mostert has been in the league uh, since I've been in high school. I think Forty-seven years. He never finishes seasons. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. He's not. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna keep banking on him having like an incredible year. And also, they weren't that great running the ball. They just were like average, right. and two of them made bad throws. Yeah. So give me that yeah. under. Um, the next one, and I'm picking a lot because I'm trying to get. I'm we're getting. Uh, I'm gonna go eight. No, we're gonna get over. It's here. a holiday. Have a little extra, you know. I'm going nine. I got nine picks for you guys. Love it. Pats at Giants over thirty three and a half. Thirty three and a half. That is a crazy line. I don't. I don't see it. I think the Giants are gonna make move the ball. I th- yeah. I think I, the I think the Patriots are gonna move. I actually think this is gonna be like a decently high scoring game, I, like in the forties. Yeah. I will be. I will be at this game, and I will be rooting for the under. So thank you. Yeah, and uh, the over, the over. I'm sorry. Yeah, not the under. No. You'll see when he'll be rooting for the under. Don't let him. And a half. He'll be like under. Yeah, yeah. This game, I'm not rooting for under 33. <laughs> uh, Carolina, Carolina at Tennessee under 37. I don't have a big breakdown on this. I just uh, these teams suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't suck in a way that like they're gonna go off on offense. I think Carolina's defense secondary is just good enough that they'll affect a rookie mm-hmm. quarterback. And I think that Tennessee's defensive line is just big and strong enough that Bryce Young, who is not an NFL quarterback, is going to continue to struggle, and they're not going to run it down Tennessee's throat. Uh, give yeah. me that under. Give me uh, like that is a, almost a lot. I really kind of love that one too. Um, and this was <laughs> we're this getting was some good love. quality likes here. Real good quality. Yeah, likes. I like them so <laughs> I'm I'm falling in like with them. Uh, last like. And this was a love, and I moved it out. Uh, Cincy plus one and a half versus Pitt. Plus one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's the whole same team minus Burrow. That uh, the the backup Browning looked kind of good. Like yeah. like I know it was in garbage time, but like he looked competent enough. And I feel like they're just Pittsburgh is having a a, a whole slew of issues, and I don't think they're going to get yeah. it worked out. We'll see. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm scared of that one. I'm glad you moved it out of the locks, out of the loves. Um, yeah. I don't know what to make of Brian, but he is a new quarterback. And I, he, it, I think Pittsburgh's defense is really, really good. Uh, and I, I do think a little, both these teams are going to have that bump. Like since he's like, nobody believes in us now because Burrow's right. out. 
But now I think Pittsburgh, yeah. the same thing that the Bills just had, fire their the offensive coordinator. coordinator yeah. And there's going to be that, like, yeah. we got to band together. Anybody can get fired. We like that guy. Uh, you know, whatever. A little it's bit. Just the numbers are telling Pittsburgh that they should I not know. have the record they do. And I just yeah. think right. eventually the, the, the Bills going to come due for that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that I, I agree with that. Um, playoff implication though, like it means more for the Steelers, realistically. But speaking. Cincinnati so, isn't going into that saying we're out yet. I know everybody else. I know. They got like one or two more before they say they're done. Yeah. Fair enough. Like and it's a divisional game. Divisional games are always close. Yep. You never know what to make of it. That's true. Um, all right, my locks. Let's hear it. I'm gonna start you off with the Uber lock. Ooh. And I am putting I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself here. The Uber lock is my Buffalo Bills plus three and a half at Philly. Oh. Letdown game coming for Philly. And even if it wasn't a letdown, they can get up all they want. The Bills are going to win this game, but I'll take the points just to be safe. In reality, I will not be taking the points. I will be betting the money line. Uh, <laughs> but you guys go ahead, you protect yourselves, take three and a half. Uh, they just, they're, they're eight and one, nine and one now, Philly. Uh, eight, eight and one. Eight and one. Nine and one. No, I think it's nine and one. Nine and one. Let's just call it ten and one. How about ten They're and ten one? and one. There's there's gonna come a time. This is coming off a short week. This is a big, big win for them. Emotional win. The Kelsey brothers, they kissed in the middle of the field. Mm. They're like, I love you, brother. The whole thing. I just I think this is the week that uh they, they're gonna take a loss. They're not gonna go 15 and one. So there you go. Buffalo needs this game. Buffalo needs this game way more than Philly does. So give me them plus three and a half. You'll protect yourselves there. Uh, my mini Uber lock, which isn't a thing, so I'm just going to tell you I really love this one too. I've gone against my hating on the Ravens. Give me the Ravens minus three and a half at the Chargers. Ooh, there you go. There's another chance for you guys to watch their, a coach in their last game because this will be Staley's uh, last game. Uh, Staley, Ron Rivera, these are this is the yeah. end for them. It might also be the end for uh, uh, Frank Reich over there in Carolina. So yeah, uh, Ravens are going to crush him. I would, crush him. I like I would like it a lot. It more I would like it a lot more. Two and a half, three and a half scares me. Like I've always said, the Chargers will lose by three to everybody. Doesn't matter if they're playing a high mm-hmm. school team. Doesn't matter if they're playing all stars. Um, but I I I could be I could be told that they would go to four. I like that. The Ravens played on Thursday, so it's also coming off a mini buy. All right. In LA, it's going to be filled with Ravens fans. The 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 fair weather LA fans are the, I mean the Chargers are out of it. They know they're out of it. Herbert's pissed. Uh they got a ton of injuries. Joey Bosa's out now, I think for the year. That happened during the last game. All right, he was crying. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I'm sorry. I just if Baltimore's I keep I've lost enough money to them so they can go ahead and win me some now. Minus three and a half easy don't even you can bet that you're not gonna watch that game <laughs> uh next one browns plus two and a half at denver plus two and a half at denver yeah okay. i st- russell wilson still sucks guys i mean i i know they won that game but that was a lucky that was a throw it up to Cortland sutton and pray to god thank god he's bigger than everybody yeah browns yeah. defense browns defense is good and uh, they're not good they're great they're like all-time great they're incredible that quarterback uh robinson did enough and i think with more weeks will they'll be able to scheme it enough around this guy that he can you know survive denver's got the worst rushing defense in the nfl everybody runs down mm-hmm. the throat so it's going to happen again and i think this quarterback's got a little scramble in him i i just they're going to do enough shit stefanski's a good coach 
Russell Wilson's going to get hit and rattled. He's going to see him ghost out there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's throwing these dump off screens. That's 90% of his passing yards. I just think Cleveland's going to have an answer for that. So I like them to win, but they're at Denver. It's in mile high, you know, the oxygen, blah, blah, blah. I want to hammer whatever that running back name we were betting on that game, that McLaughlin, whatever his, McLaughlin. whatever his reception number is, I want to hammer it. That's yeah. all Russell Wilson doesn't know. I don't know. Check, I don't down. Know. Check down, man. Check down. So I, yeah. I, yeah. I like that a lot. Sarah McLaughlin it's over it. receiving. In the arms. <laughs> <laughs> that, those recept- yeah. that reception. The ball man. will be in his arms. Uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of angels, Saints Falcons over oh. 42 and a half. Oh. Because oh. I don't. You know why? You know why, guys? Because why is the line 42 and a half? I looked at it for two days and was like, this line should be like 37. Yeah. I think we're getting Jameis Winston, and I think we're going to get chaos. Over off a bye, over 42 and a half. I like that. You never- we're in the dome. It's fast in there. Okay. I heard it's very fast. It's fast. You know, I never know. I feel like I always get the Saints wrong. I feel like every time I bet the I bet yeah. the under, they come out and score 45. I bet the under, or I bet it's like I'm always wrong. I'm just always off on them. Um, but truthfully, I made, too, this, I made this bet a lock and all I wanted to do was pick the under. I'm just doing the opposite of what I think. And we're going to see if that okay. works with this because the Saints have screwed me as well. Yep. Royally. How is this line? Forty two and a half. Um, Sarah, okay. anything, any ideas? Give me anything. No, I, I don't touch either of these teams with a 10-foot pole because they are so unpredictable and their style play. They're just bad. This is, I feel like. This is going to be bad football in that there's, like, a ton of turnovers, which could lead to a ton of points, though. Like, and if it's Jameis, like you said, an erratic game. So I can can see that. And honestly, I think that – I like the approach of going with what you think is going to happen in this game because – that I can't get either of these teams right. So you might as well just go with whatever is the opposite of what you naturally think is going to occur. 42 and a half makes me feel like Vegas wants everybody to bet the under. It feels high. Yeah. Their their over-under is – Two and a half points more. It's only or let's look at it this way. It's only six points less than Dallas Washington. And and Dallas has like the or Washington has the number one passing offense in the league. And Dallas has been blowing everybody out. It doesn't make any sense. So it's going over. It's going over, guys. I like it. Um all right. My stinky dog is really Ooh. fun. This is really fun. I love a fun stinky dog. This is dog. so fun. <laughs> this is so fun it might actually win. Oh, don't don't talk dirty to me now. Uh, what podcast? What state? What podcast? What state are we based out of, guys? I would say New York. New York. New York. So why don't we go ahead and do the tri-state New York tri-team oh. stinky dog <laughs> shitty dog parlay? <laughs> New York Giants, New York Jets, who actually both play in New Jersey, and the only New York team, the Buffalo Bills. Oh my God! All to win. Parlayed together gives us our biggest odds of the year. Oh, what are we talking about? Plus 3033 So 10 bucks is going to win you $303. And I love it. I love you it. Love I love it so much. Giants, Jets, Bills. Dolphins are frauds. Patriots need to lose. They're going to try to lose. They want the number. They are a good coach team who actually wants the number one. Yeah. <laughs> Not like dumb Brian Dable over there. Yeah. And the Bills are beating the Eagles. This is easy. Mm. Easy money. Oh my God! Easy three hundred, easy three hundred, three plus three thousand parlay. That's yeah. that's your stinkiest dog yet. It stinks. And that yeah. one you need to stay outside. It stinks. That, one, that one's got to get a flea bath. I'm gonna have to put it in my <laughs> bed slip and clear it out six times before I have the guts to place it. <laughs> but I'm gonna, 
<laughs> I'm gonna. Well, you put it out to the public now. You've said it, and I think uh, some of these other bets are gonna win you uh, win you enough, get you enough money in the kitty. Awesome. Better yeah. putting up. Uh, putting we're gonna game. be we're gonna be hot. We're hot. We're gonna come out of Thursday with some money in our pockets, guys. Oh, I love that. So just to uh, just to recap for everybody at home, we got uh, going into this week. We got the we got the turkey day again. We're gonna put you can put all these in separately. Uh, we got the Packers lines. We're gonna go Jameer Gibbs over 27 and a half receiving yards. We got Dallas Washington. Dak is gonna go over 325 That's yards. Adjusted passing yards. Adjusted passing yards. And we got Christian McCaffrey gonna score two plus touchdowns. Uh, all pretty good odds there. If you could parlay them all together, you get to the Turkey Day parlay of plus twenty eight forty three. Mm. I like them separate, but maybe sprinkle a little bit of all together. I like I, I like turkey and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and stuffing. I want right. it all in one bite. Right, we're doing the uh, we're doing the post Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah, we're, right. We're, I like to put vodka and bourbon and whiskey all in one. <laughs> what? This, uh, this is just the uh, this is the uh, Long Island iced tea bet. <laughs> um, so the the week twelve, we got the likes. We got. Dallas, Washington, under 48 and a half. Miami and the Giants, under 41. New England at G-Men, over 33 and a half. Carolina at Tennessee, under 37 and a half. And Cincinnati, plus one and a half versus Pittsburgh. Then we got the locks. Uber locks, Bills, plus plus three and a half. We're we're basically stealing those three and a half points. I can't Uh, believe it. (laughs) At Philly. Uh, Ravens, minus three and a half at the Chargers. Cleveland, plus two and a half at Denver. And we got New Orleans and Atlanta. Over 42 and a half. And we're finishing off with the old stinky dog. He, you. The, the New York tri-state <laughs> area, greater New York, New Jersey, Jersey juice parlay, New York Giants, New York Jets and Bills, all to win at plus 3,000. So that's a hot week to for you guys at home for Thanksgiving. Um, we should cut that bet. I don't like that bet anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anymore. <laughs> and God, if she hits, boy, you're going to be famous. Yeah. So, well, thank you all for turning in, tuning in. It's a wonderful Thanksgiving episode. I want to th- I would say I'm thankful for you guys, Sarah, Mike. I love you very much. Thankful for you. Thankful for you listeners at home. We appreciate you. This has been tremendously fun for the past, whatever, 27 weeks. And uh, I love it. I'm feeling, I'm glad I'm back. I'm feeling good. I'm healthy. And I'm, uh, I'm seeing the board better than ever. That's right. We all are. So life is good. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys very much. As always, tune in. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Play Your Yards Right. Follow us on Twitter. Mike has his Twitter now for uh, all the hottest bets for Play Your Bets Right on Twitter. Uh, and also watch these episodes wherever you get podcasts. And we do are putting them up on YouTube now. So if you want to see our ugly mugs, you know where to find us. So thank you again. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you next week.